Welcome back to the Beyond Rockets podcast. I'm your host, Clark Dunn. The Beyond Rockets podcast is a way for me to showcase and highlight some of the small business owners, entrepreneurs, and talented creatives here in the Rocket City that make Huntsville way more than just a Rocket City. If you're not yet subscribed to the podcast, you can subscribe wherever you listen. You can follow me on YouTube at Beyond Rockets, as well as Instagram at Beyond Rockets to stay up to date with new and exciting things happening in Huntsville, as well as new episodes as they are released. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Rockets. Today, I sit down to talk with one of the owners of Hippie Camper, a local plant-based food truck that specializes in Southern comfort food that will delight and excite vegans and non-vegans alike. First off, thank you for taking the time to sit down and talking with me. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Garrett Hardy. I am the founder of Hippie Camper. Uh, it's, a, like you said, a plant-based food truck offering uh, uh, vegan food in the Rocket City, uh, all over Madison County, really. So, yeah, thanks. Are, are you originally from Huntsville? Or as, as Huntsville's continuing to grow, most people I've talked with aren't, aren't actually originally from here. Are you from here or did work or family bring you here as well? Yeah, uh, my dad was a Marine, so he uh, got stationed here. And I moved here in 2002. Okay. And uh, went to Discovery Middle School and Bob Jones. So we, I grew up in Madison. Okay. And uh, eventually uh, went to Alabama. And that's where I kind of got my business degree and okay. got the, you know, the expertise I needed <laughs> to start a business. So prior to Hippie Camper, you were kind of going in the, in the career path of getting your business degree from Alabama. And then what was kind of the idea you had in your mind of what you thought your dream job was going to be? Uh, really, I just kind of wanted to get in the, uh, the contracting industry and working for the the government and kind of get a feel for, uh, how bigger businesses operate Mm -hmm. and getting some, uh, some experience doing that and kind of building up some money to be able to start a business. I mean, you need capital obviously to, to start a business. And, uh, that was kind of just my goal was to get a degree. I Mm -hmm. mean, I figured that was uh, a good step in the right direction (laughs) out of high school. Uh, so that was kind of my thought was to get the degree and then, uh, kind of work a little bit and get some experience and then, you know, try to start something myself. So was the idea to always kind of after college to move back to Huntsville, I guess, cause like talking with some of the, like your thought of getting a degree in, the, in that government sense, Huntsville's like the perfect fit for it. Was the idea of always coming back or did you think you were going to live and move and not live in Huntsville long-term? I always kind of wanted to move around, uh, doing that my whole life. Uh, I grew up all over the place. I mean, we lived in Texas and Japan and Tennessee and South Carolina. And so we eventually settled here and I, I, I knew it was a good place to get a job out of high school, but I, I ended up getting a job in Troy okay. when, I, when I graduated to kind of just, uh, you know, get away and, uh, you know, work hard myself, mm-hmm. uh, pay my own bills and, you know, yeah. do the whole adulting thing. <laughs> and, uh, once I realized that, you know, I could, I had the experience to be able to move up here. I got an offer I couldn't resist and kind of moved back home. I mean, I never thought I would, <laughs> but it was a good opportunity. So yeah. that's exactly what I, what I took advantage of. So when did you have the first idea for Hippie Camper? Was that idea for it because of like your own like dietary needs or did you just see that there wasn't someone doing it and you thought you could do it? Yeah. A little bit of both. Uh, my mom, uh, Luann, she, kind of introduced me to the lifestyle mm-hmm. and I did a lot of research. Uh, I was never really unhealthy. I just had an unhealthy diet Yeah. and doing the research, I kind of changed my diet and, and did the, you know, the, did the trial and error myself and realized it was something that was, you know, beneficial for not just the environment, but for overall health and yeah. long, longevity. So uh, once I did the research and we, I did a lot of traveling and going to like Chattanooga and Asheville and similar places to mm-hmm. Huntsville or where I want them to be yeah. one day. 
And they had tons of different options, restaurants, food trucks that were fully plant-based, fully vegan. So that kind of got the ball rolling with my mom doing it and then us kind of traveling and doing uh, some kind of field studies, I yeah. guess. And that kind of Chattanooga is really where I, I saw a camper that was doing it. Yeah. And oh, wow. they didn't really renovate the camper like I did. Okay. They kind of just, you know, opened the door and kind of sold out of the gotcha. camper. So I was like, that's a great, you know, concept. Mm-hmm. I think I can kind of expand on that. And that's when I started looking for the camper and kind of got that idea. Cause, so uh, what year was this probably? I guess you, so you moved back to Huntsville from Troy because of a job. And so mm-hmm. like early 2000s? Uh, I, I graduated uh, college in 2011. Okay. So uh, I worked for the government for about, as a contractor for six years, I think, six okay. or seven so years. Like 2017-ish, 2018-ish. Yeah, so I would say five to six years into that, I, I kind of got the idea and, and you know, uh, did the business plan and everything while I was still working. And okay. I didn't want to, you know, give up the good job yeah. until I had a, a solid concept. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, exactly. So I kind of uh, juggled both for a while and then eventually realized it was one or the other. Uh, so I decided in, I think it was four years ago, I just, you know, went all in, kind of just quit and my government job and went all in on the food truck <laughs> and haven't looked back since. So that first step you, you kind of took was that business plan. And I guess your background and having that business degree from Alabama, you were able to kind of, you kind of knew what needed to be the questions to ask the right questions to ask of like, Hey, I, I have this vision for a food truck. Mm-hmm. Like what kind of questions do I need to ask to make sure I had this in the plan? Cause like not everyone's gonna be like, Hey, you, like that's a great idea, but right. do you really know what you're doing kind right. of thing. Yeah. So like the business plan was kind of that first step and then getting the camper itself. Mm-hmm. Did you always kind of know that name of, of hippie camper was going to be the name or did you kind of toy around with other names for the company? Yeah, that's a good question. I actually uh, didn't really come up with the hippie camper until after I started my LLC and all that stuff. So oh, wow. I, I, it was originally, uh, which my LLC is just greenhouse two, five, six. Okay. So that was kind of the concept I was playing with. You know, I had a buddy that owned a nursery, received a nursery out in uh, limestone and, uh, I was kind of going to maybe put it there or he had a, a food truck that was an old food truck that I was considering getting. And then, the, like I said, I went to Chattanooga and the camper kind of just Clipped. stuck. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I bought the Jeep and the Jeep was kind of a, a <laughs> green color. It's like a, a English pea green, I guess you would say. And that kind of is where it all came from. Like I changed the the ending of hippie to be PEA. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, it's got a double meaning, but it's still its own brand now. And, uh, so it was kind of evolved over time. It wasn't something that just like, you know, I'm going to start hippie camper. It was, you know, I did the process of start writing the business plan, starting the LLC, you know, getting the funding I needed and everything like that aligned. And then it just kind of organically grew into what it is now. So in 2017, I guess like the four years ago, you went all in on this. And at this point, um, how did you officially start selling your product? Was it going to these markets and these yeah. like stuff like that? Or did you, did you kind of set, set sites on like, Hey, I'm going to be located at this place all the time and then maybe do other things or kind of, how did that work? In your it head? was more of the, uh, I lived downtown whenever I first moved back and I did a lot of the farmer's markets and walked around and, you know, uh, I, I after seeing that and seeing how the businesses started like that, Mason yeah. Dixon, Canadian bacon, I mean, there's a bunch of them yes. uh, who, who stuck Piper and Leaf. I mean, a bunch of these people started just, you know, popping up a tent and seeing people liked it. Yeah. And so that was kind of the first thing I did is I got into the farmer's market cycle. Yeah. And uh, I did that before I even had the food truck or opened the food truck. Okay. It was still like being built. Stand and you just had a tent. Right. And you just we just did stuff. a tent at farmer's markets and kind of, you know, uh, saw what worked and what didn't work. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we built our menu on the food truck. Okay. 
And uh, my mom also went to like a raw vegan chef school oh, wow. in Georgia. So that was a lot of the uh, ideas that we kind of uh, meshed with uh, plant-based because raw vegan is a whole different another level of okay. veganism. So I don't think that it's Huntsville's ready for that. Uh, <laughs> that's more of like a West Coast, you know, uh, thing right now. But uh, maybe one day it could be like a something I could branch off and do. Yeah. But I think right now the the plant base is kind of a big deal right now. It's really mm-hmm. popular. You see it all over commercials yes. and most products now carry a, a plant-based option, mm-hmm. dairy-free option or something like that. So at the, at the farmer's markets, when you were just setting up, when you didn't have the camper yet, it was still getting built out. Mm-hmm. I assume most of the products you were selling at that time were, were not necessarily hot. Like the products weren't coming off the grill or coming off like, mm-hmm. so how, like you said, you, you've kind of adjusted your menu and kind of built it out as these things have happened. Right. How is there, is there a lot of products that you still from the very beginning, you you found this product and you really liked this thing mm-hmm. that you were able to offer and you still offer that today. And yeah. is there products that you, you tried and you're like, this just did not work? Yeah, definitely. Uh, like our juices, we always had, uh, we always have uh, at home just mm-hmm. kind of built our own juice recipes and uh, those have stuck. And like our granola, she learned, uh, she kind of changed the recipe from her raw vegan school. And uh, that's that's another one that stuck. And like a chickpea salad, it's a very similar to a chicken mm-hmm. salad. Uh, we do like a cashew-based pimento. So there's stuff like that that has stuck and, and yeah. are popular on the food truck. Uh, but there's definitely stuff like uh, we've played with some of the fake meats and, and <laughs> just not proteins. Out. And yeah, some of them just, they, they look and smell like dog food. <laughs> and some people haven't figured it out. So you got to find the right brand and the f- right flavor for yes. that texture yeah. to, to try to mimic, you know, mm-hmm. meat. Because that's really people that aren't, into the lifestyle or like are, are trying to eat vegan. I think the texture and the flavor, if you can nail that down, yeah. I mean, you can fool some people for if sure. You really want to, and we've had people come up and get the meatball sub and they'll take it home and, and their, their husband didn't even know any better. You yeah. know, they, they didn't realize it was just good. It's just good. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I, I think that's one of those things too. It's, it's that, that, that trial and error. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's at the time is why something, and it still is, it's, it's something that's still growing in the, in the Huntsville community as far right. as people um, either being vegan and kind of getting into that lifestyle or just wanting to eat healthier and having that option. Mm -hmm. And so I think at the time in 2017, it was probably something that was even newer than it is today. And I think like people are familiar with that Southern fried cooking and Mm -hmm. you're trying to make that texture and that smell. Like you said, you said resemble what you're trying to do, but make it a healthier version of it. Right. And I I think it's, it's great just to hear too, that like you yourself are in that kind of that lifestyle too. So you're like, you weren't always in that lifestyle, but you, so you know what the other stuff tastes like mm-hmm. too. So you're able to be like, Hey, like this, this is not right. Like right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't enjoy this. So I'm not going to sell this exactly. kind of thing. It's not like I just make this product because I'm like, I know people like it, but I myself don't like it. Like right. you enjoy your products too. And oh, you're yeah. able to kind of create a, a menu and a, 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 a options for people that are, that are huge and great. Mm-hmm. Was that success right off the bat when you started going to the, mar- the farmer's markets in 2017 campers getting built out, you're going all in was the success of hippie camper right off the bat or did it take people a little bit of a kind of an understanding and an educational aspect of it to kind of understand why, why it is you're doing this? Yeah. I mean, you have people, uh, that come up and get it and, and, uh, you don't have to explain it to them or anything like that. And then you have the people who don't understand and are kind of scared of it. So you (laughs) kind of just like offer them something that isn't trying to mimic you know, meat like, uh, yeah, we do a hot tamale, which is probably our most oh, popular it's super, yes. and it's just grits, beans, uh, salsa and guacamole. And it's, it doesn't have any fake product meat or anything yeah. like that. So it's like, it, as long as it has the flavor, I think people are okay with, you know, mm-hmm. trying it out. And once they try it, I think they'll be like, wow, like I could, I could definitely 
eat this often, yeah. you know, so. And you've expanded, I mean, so not only now do you offer, I mean, after four years of kind of being in it full time, four or five being in it full time and starting at the, at the farmer's markets and not even having the camper yet to now having the camper and going to farmer's markets and going to uh, food truck rallies and pop-ups on the square, like you've expanded your offerings and your availability. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because of the, not only the success of Hippie Camper, but also the success and the growth of Huntsville itself? I think a little bit of both. Yeah. Okay. I think as we've been able to get out further in the community and uh, more people have been able to try our products at Honest Coffee or Beezer or, uh, you know, we're, we, we partner with Orion Amphitheater. We do a lot of their shows. Um, we've done a lot of corporate things for uh, Whole Foods and REI and stuff like that. So okay. I think once people get out in the community and see me, you know, I mean, I've had a bunch of people, you know, just see me traveling around. Like yeah. it's a traveling billboard. So, and it, it just interests them, whether it be the Jeep, whether it be the camper or, or the food. I mean, yeah. it's got kind of like a, a triple threat to where it's, you know, it appeals to to certain people that might not necessarily uh, want to eat plant-based or vegan, but they're willing to try it just because they like the camper or yeah. they're a Jeep guy or, yeah. you know, it, it's just cool to see those kind of people who are, you know, just willing to, to give it a go. You yeah. Know? And I, I, I think it's super interesting just to see that like the, the way you've been able to develop the brand over the years and like mm-hmm. the, the, the camper and the, in the, in the Jeep weren't a part of it, mm-hmm. but I couldn't imagine now going to events and you not having a camper and a Jeep. Right. Like yeah. that, that is hippie. Like when I think of hippie camper, I think of the Jeep and I think of the camper. Right. Yeah. Like I couldn't imagine you being a different name and selling it out of uh, a station wagon. Or yeah. The like brand it, was it, important. The yeah. brand is, is built around that Jeep and it's done the lifestyle. And even if you're not even at events, I mean, we, oh, I live downtown and I like, I see your Jeep and mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, like I, I guess he's in this area or like, Oh, like, look, yeah. here's, there's hippie camper. There's, Oh, look, they, they, like, it's just that, that familiarity that like, even if someone goes to this event at the, the food truck rally and sometimes you're not there, sometimes you like, or, or, or if they don't know about you, but they see the van, they're like, hi, I think I've heard of them before. Mm-hmm. Or I think I've, Oh, I think I was on the square and they have it at Beezer's or I've seen it at honest coffee. Or they pass or, it on the road. They yeah. pass it on the road. It's like, Oh, like I, I know this one. Like I might not know these other food trucks. I might not know these other vendors, but I know hippie campers. Let me, let me start there and yeah. see what they have today. Right, okay. Right. Well, this is their menu. I've never tried this. Well, that sounds great. And mm-hmm. it, like, let, let me give that a try. Right. So, I mean, hippie campers growing like crazy and I, I couldn't imagine like th- that jump in 2017 where you went from having a corporate, like a corporate job, a typical job, I guess is, mm-hmm. is, what, is what I call it a lot where nine to five, you were expected to be there. You had to dress a certain way. Like right. that, that's kind of the atmosphere you were in to jumping into something that's, you know, it's, it's your own thing. Like right. you, you make or break the business. How tough of a, of a decision was that at the time? It was very tough. Uh, especially, you know, the, the comfort, I had the comfortable job, so it, it wasn't easy to give that up. And I knew it was going to be, you know, twice the work for half the money. So, <laughs> and it definitely has been, it's definitely been a, a struggle, but I mean, it's, it's, I've grown in the past four years more than I did in the first, you know, 28 years. It's, yeah. it's definitely, you know, made me uh, a better business person. Uh, and it's definitely, a, 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 I don't know, not something I, I don't regret it. Yeah. But it's also something that I would, there's a lot of things I would do differently. Yeah. But I mean, I also take that as like a, a, a learning opportunity because mm-hmm. I am young. I mean, I started yeah. it when I was 29. I mean, and I'm just turned 33. So I'm, I haven't been in it long. Yeah. So I'm going to learn something new every day. Yeah. I mean, I've already been, this is my third or fourth kitchen that I've been in ever since I've started because wow. I've slowly, you know, grown Expanded. up the ladder and tried to get a little closer to town and, I mean, I, I definitely think it's it's growing in the right direction. I just yeah. I'm ready for the next 
step. Yeah. I think the food truck life is only, can only be sustained uh, physically for so long. I, yeah. I, I can't see anybody doing it longer than 10 years being in the truck constantly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a grueling process. Yeah. And, and uh, I think a lot of the food trucks, their idea is to eventually expand oh, for sure. in, into a brick and mortar or another food truck or, or something yeah. like that. And I think even like, as, as like you said, as you've kind of gone through this, it sounds like a lot of, a lot of your journey over the last few years with the company and with kind of starting full time and all that has really been a trial and error sort of thing. Like there's people in the industry that you've probably definitely communicated with and kind of asked for pointers and asked for advice, but for something like a, like you're starting right into a food truck, you said there's a lot of people that have done it in the farmer's market realm with Piper and Leaf and Mason Dixon and, mm-hmm. and Canadian bacon. There's a lot of people that you have like this, this blueprint that they've created, right? But their service and their things are all a little different. I mean, mm-hmm. the way Piper, the Piper and Leaf, like the, their product and then hip, and then all the different the different success stories you would, so to speak, from going to that, from then going into a brick and mortar to right. then expanding and expanding. I think Mason Dixon expands into an even bigger location in like a month. Mm-hmm. So it's like all that, like, was that a lot of your, did you, did you reach out to these people and like ask for advice? Oh yeah, that was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really what gave me the confidence to do it is asking questions. And, yeah. uh, Vonda Patterson, who used to own, um, uh, Roland Lobster. Okay. She actually, Invited me into a restaurant, gave me a bunch of pointers, gave me a bunch of contacts. Uh, she was super helpful with with the process and getting me going. And uh, Jeremiah at Manic Organic, he was he offered his kitchen space, and he was I mean the whole community of food yeah. truck people. I mean we all know each other really well. We all respect each other. I mean you see him working hard. You know it's and and like at the end of the day, whenever we have a great time, like we all you know gather around and have you know just talk business. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's fun community to be a part yeah. of. And it's definitely, um, it's definitely got me to where I am by reaching out and by yeah. being noticed and, and the hard work you put in, like people notice it. And, yeah. and I think that's, that's the main thing is, is showing that you're willing to put the work in mm-hmm. and, and not just, you know, throwing money at something until, you know, it either works or doesn't. Yeah, for sure. That's not the, that's not the key to success. No. I mean, it's work. Yeah. Sure. And I, I think it's what's interesting is like you talked a little bit before too, it's like your, your vision for the hippie camper has, has changed and kind of it's, it's, it's been, it's been developing over the, over the years. Mm-hmm. And like now, like you, you understand like, Hey, like the, the, being in a food truck is not something I can sustain long-term. The, the, like that, that whole model is great. And like, it, it's a good part of your stepping stone. Uh, yeah, for sure. And like, like you said, there's a lot of people that have a food truck and also have a permanent location or maybe use their food truck for catering events, for mm-hmm. weddings and for parties and stuff like that. Looking at, like, as we're halfway through 2022 right now, what are some of the goals that Hippie Camper has for the, the for the remainder of the year and even looking looking into 2023? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've always wanted to either expand on the idea by off, uh, offering the camper in other cities, potentially college towns, Tuscaloosa, Auburn, where there's uh, younger crowds who actually are kind of more accepted to this For kind sure. of lifestyle. Or maybe uh, Orange Beach or something like that, just to have some a location on the beach that, you know, maybe more people live there that are interested in that. Yeah. Uh, so it, I always wanted to to try to expand and reach out and get these wholesale uh, deals going with other restaurants in the town to kind of just have the option. Yeah. So I can have more uh, more people eating my food and healthy food, not just my food. I mean, I, I want them to try my food and then experiment themselves yeah. and and look for other vegan restaurants around Huntsville to try like Rockabilly or the veggie or chef will who's the OG. I mean, yeah. he's, he's been doing it for his whole life. I'm sure. Yeah. So, I mean, 
he's he's really the 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 one who started it. In yeah, the city. for sure. And then look what Adair's done with the veggie. Yeah, I mean, I mean her it's place insane. Is amazing. Her food's great. I mean, so there's definitely other options out there, and not just the food truck. So. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important just to have the options in the city, not just my options, you yeah. know? So the more I can, I can offer my options other places or, or reach out to other cities and try to, you know, get a feel for it and see how it would yeah. work there. I think that's one of the goals. Uh, another goal is uh, I've actually got something working. That's, that's probably open next year. Okay. And <clears throat> it's funny that you mentioned Mason Dixon because it's, it's actually going to be there. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool because I've watched her grow and supported her and it's kind of cool. We still use her products as well. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's going to be cool to kind of, uh, uh, move into something that I can actually call home and not have to tote the camper around all over <laughs> town and, you know, destroy the Jeep. And, uh, so yeah, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. And I, 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 I imagine just the growth itself, like with wanting to be in other cities, do you see that you'd have multiple campers or do you see that, 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 that camper in these other cities is kind of your, your entry into that city? I think that would kind of just be my yeah, entry. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, it, 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 it also, like I said, the brand is the camper and the Jeep. And so mm-hmm. seeing that camper and Jeep in Auburn with a student that's from Huntsville, like, Hey, I this is from Huntsville. Like y'all should try it. And right. they, 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 they that com- that community is built around your brand and that brand being moved to these other places. But then you have, like you said, maybe a permanent location in Huntsville. That is your like flagship location mm-hmm. and you're able to expand from that. I mean, like I, th- that it's crazy. And I, I what's great is I think in an industry and in, in a community like Huntsville, there's so many of those success stories too. Mm-hmm. There's so many of those people that have done really well and that have achieved what you want to achieve. Or there's people that at least have some sort of insight and in, like necessarily their food not might not be the exact same, but they know how to make a business start from here to go to here. Right. And so you're able to kind of bounce ideas off of and right. really like a lot of it I think with most people that are listening and they want to start a business or they want to have this idea for X, Y, or Z. I think the first thing that I would do is just ask somebody that does it. Cause like mm-hmm. 95% of the time I found it's not that they don't want it. It's this, there's not a scare. It's scary to ask the question sometimes or reach out to somebody like randomly, like a, being a nobody, just being like, Hey, I'm just going to reach out and just see if this person. They like, love answering those they, questions. I, mean, I would I, love to answer well, questions about it. Yeah. And I, Cause I, it I means think, I'm doing something right or they're, they're paying attention. Yeah. Or, you and know, and I think that's huge. Cause like a lot of it's just asking like, and those connect those asking those questions makes you a connection with somebody. Oh, and yeah. then later down the road when you're like, Hey, like, can I, I've tried this product out. Could you give it a try? Right. See what you think. Well, right. I really like this. Well, maybe we can offer that too with my stuff. Like mm-hmm. there's so many of those like partnerships that happen just because of just a random message on Instagram. Right. Like, Hey, like I love what you're doing. I'm looking at doing something like this. Could we sit down and grab coffee sometime? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Like, the, like the, there's so much success. What other sorts of what, like what other advice would you give to somebody that's listening that is wanting to start a business? Is there any, like, is that one, is there one piece of advice that you would give someone listening? That's a good question. Uh, you got to know that you're going to put in the hard work. Uh, you got to believe in yourself. That's for sure. But I think the most important thing would have to be the brand. I mean, you got to believe in the brand. If you don't believe in what you're doing and you don't believe that you could put all of it into it, I mean, and you're going to sacrifice relationships. I mean, it, in the past four years, it's been stressful family wise and, you know, relationship wise. So it's going to be a struggle, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's, de- it, it'll be worth it. I mean, yeah. if you put everything you got into it, it, it will definitely be worth it. Yeah. And I, th- I think I, I, someone gave me the piece of advice one time on the podcast and they said, you don't want to create a brand that you want someone else to run. If you right. want someone else to run it, then that's something you don't believe in enough. You exactly. don't believe enough into that 
what you can do with this brand that you want someone else to run it. Like, yes, that might happen one day, but that should not be the goal of starting it. Right. Agreed. So I think that's, I think that's huge. Um, over the last, I mean, since you first had the idea till, till now in 2022, how much of your success would you contribute to being in the right place at the right time? And how much would you contribute to your hard work? A little bit of both being that we are in Huntsville and it is growing uh, number one city in the state, best place to live according to some reports. And so I think a lot of people are, are moving here and hearing about it and the jobs are growing and uh, that definitely has a lot to do with it. But I also think that me recognizing that and not leaving for another city that's already diluted with this. Yeah. Cause I always wanted to live, you know, in Denver or, you know, uh, North Carolina or somewhere like that. But I think places like that already have these ideas yeah. and this concept. So I think believing in, in Huntsville and, and sticking it out through COVID and all the construction and, you know, all the uh, politics and all that stuff. I, I think it's, it's a good place to live. Mm -hmm. It's a great place to start a business and raise a family. And I mean, go to school. I mean, there, there's so much not only to do in Huntsville now, but coming in Huntsville. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you think it's big now, just wait <laughs> five, 10 years. I mean, yeah. it'll be unrecognizable, but I think in a good way. So I'm, I'm excited for what's coming for sure. Yeah. So do you think that your entrepreneurial journey is something that you always knew was going to happen, that you always knew one day you were going to own your business? Or do you think that entrepreneurial journey and that mindset of being an entrepreneur is something that you developed over the years? I definitely developed it as I matured. Uh, I mean, when I was in high school, I just wanted to go to college. When I was in college, I just wanted to get a job to yeah. pay the bills off that I accrued in college. <laughs> so, it, it, and that's really all it was about. And, and once I, you know, got the real job and did the adulting and everything. It was, it, it, it hit me that I, I couldn't do this my yeah. whole life. Like this is not the end, like mm -hmm. sitting in a cube, you know, <laughs> pushing uh, papers. Yeah. On this wasn't my thing. ideal life. And so I was like, I, I'm young enough to where I can. And I have the degree and the experience now to where if, you know, I can always go back to it if I, yeah. if I need to, but it's always going to be there. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not stressed about that in any way, but uh, I definitely think it, it developed over time as I matured. And as I, you know, uh, became an adult, I think it was just a, just a process and it still is. Yeah. yeah. So people that are listening right now, uh, that want to connect with you, want to support you, want to try your food, where can they find you on, on online and where, where, where are some of these events that you might be at in the, uh, this summer? Okay. Uh, you can find us, uh, our website is hippie camper two, five, six. Uh, uh, actually that's not our website. Our website is hippiecampsite.com. Uh, Our Instagram is uh, at hippiecamper256. Our Facebook is hippiecamper256. And uh, like I said, you could find us at Beezer. We have offerings there Tuesday through Sunday. We offer a little more on brunch on the weekends. Uh, Honest has a few of our menu of uh, options. And uh, we do the farmer's markets. Like I said, we do the Madison City Farmer's Market on Hughes. We do the Green Street Market on Thursdays. We do uh, the camp. They have a mid-city market every Sunday, 1 to 5. We do the food truck rallies uh, every first Friday of the month. Uh, we're going to be at several more of the Orion shows. Uh, and we have uh, we go to NASA every Wednesday for lunch. So, I mean, if, if you go to our website, we post our schedule every Monday for the week. Okay. And uh, we usually have a different special every week. So we have a staples that we keep on the menu, and then we rotate out specials Perfect. every week. So you can always find something new. Awesome. Well, I, I, like I said, if anyone's listening, I'll put all this, I'll put all the information in, in the description below so you can check out all their stuff and I'll make sure I tag them. But thank you uh, so much for sitting down and talking with me. It's been great learning more about your journey and your, your 
just journey to create Hippie Cambria, create a brand that I think is is known by many in Huntsville. And I hope this kind of sheds a light to people that maybe have heard of you but don't know very much. Maybe they get a little bit more of the backstory. And if they're at any of these events that you mentioned or any of these awesome things that are just like happening at Huntsville, there's so much going on. Definitely check out Hippie Camper stuff. Their stuff's amazing. I think you will thoroughly enjoy it. Thank you again. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond Rockets. Don't forget you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and on YouTube at Beyond Rockets. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Beyond Rockets to stay up to date with new episodes as they are released. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed.